Section three of Comic Tragedies by Louisa May Alcott. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Section three. Norna. Part two. Scene eighth. Glen near Norna's cave. Enter Lenore. Norna is not here, nor Lewis. Why comes he not? Surely tis the place. Norna! Louis! Art thou here? Enter Rodolfo, masked. I am here, dear lady. Do not fear me. I may not unmasked, even to thee, for spies may still be near me. Wilt thou pardon, and still trust me, though thou canst not see how fondly I am looking on thee? See, here is my ring, my dagger. O oh, Leonora, do not doubt me. I do trust thee. Canst thou doubt it now? Oh, Louis, I feared thou wert dead. Why didst thou not tell me all before? And where wilt thou go? How can I best serve thee? Not thou canst ask my love shall leave undone. Wilt thou let me guide thee to yonder tower? I fear to tell thee here, and old Norna is there waiting for thee. Come, love, for thy Louis' sake, dare yet a little more, and I will tell thee how thou canst serve me. Wilt not thou put thy faith in me, Lenora? I will. Forgive me if I seem to fear thee, but thy voice sounds strangely hollow, and thine eyes look darkly on me from behind this mask. Thou wilt lay it by when we are safe, and then I shall forget this foolish fear that hangs upon me. Thine own hand shall remove it, love. Come, it is not far. Would I might guide thee thus through life. Come, dearest. Exit. Curtain. Scene ninth. Castle of Rodolfo, the haunted chamber. Enter Rodolfo, leading Lenore. Where art thou leading me, dear Louis? Thy hiding place is a pleasant one. But where is Norna? I thought she waited for us. She will soon be here. Ah, how can I thank thee for this joyful hour, Leonore? I can forget all danger and all sorrow now. Nay, let me cast away this mournful mask. I long to look upon thy face once more. Wilt thou let me, Louis? Ay, look upon me if thou wilt. Dost like it, lady? Drops his disguise. Lenore shrieks and rushes to the door, but finds it locked. Tis useless. There are none to answer to thy call. All here are my slaves, and none dare disobey. Where are thy proud words now? Hast thou no scornful smile for those white lips, no anger in those beseeching eyes? Where are thy friends? Why come not they to aid thee? Said I not truly my revenge was sure? Oh, pardon me in pity. See, I will kneel to thee. Pray, weep, if thou wilt only let me go. Forgive my careless words. O oh, Count Rodolfo, take me home, and I will forget this cruel jest. Kneels. Ha, ha! It is no jest, and thou hast no home but this. Didst thou not come willingly? I used no force, and all disguise is fair in love. Nay, kneel not to me. Did I not say thou wouldst bend thy proud neck and sue for mercy, and I would deny it? Where is thy defiance now? Lenore, rising. I'll kneel no more to thee. The first wild fear is past, and thou shalt find me at thy feet no more. As I told thee then, I tell thee now. Thine I will never be, and think not I will fail or falter at my threats. Contempt of thee is too strong for fear not conquered yet time will teach thee to speak more courteously to thy master 
ah thou mayst well look upon these baubles they were thy lovers once this ring was taken from his lifeless hand this dagger from his bleeding breast as he lay within the forest whence i led thee this scroll i found next his heart when it had ceased to beat i lured thee hither with it and won my sweet revenge lenore sinks down weeping now rest thee for when the castle clock strikes ten i shall come to lead thee to the altar the priest is there this ring shall wed thee farewell fair bride remember there is no escape and thou art mine for ever lenore starting up never i shall be free when thou mayest think help pass for ever there is a friend to help me and an arm to save when earthly aid is lost thine i shall never be thou mayest seek me i shall be gone thou wilt need thy prayers i shall return remember when the clock strikes ten i come to win my bride exit he has gone and now a few short hours of life are left to me for if no other help shall come death can save me from a fate i loathe ah lewis lewis thou art gone for ever norna where is thy promise now to guard me is there no help nor tears nor prayers can melt that cruel heart and i am in his power ha what is that his dagger taken from his dying breast how gladly would he have drawn it forth to save his poor leonore alas that hand is cold for ever but i must be calm he shall see how a weak woman's heart can still defy him and win liberty by death takes the dagger clock strikes ten it is thy hour the knell of my young life hark they come lewis thy leonore ere long will join thee never more to part the secret panel opens adrian enters masked stay lady stay thy hand i come to save thee norna sends me see thy token doubt not nor delay another moment we are lost oh fly i do beseech thee heaven bless thee i will come kind friend i put a helpless maiden's trust in thee stay not away away exit through the secret panel which disappears enter rodolpho is my fair bride ready ha leonora where art thou gone gone for ever girl mock me not come forth i say thou shalt not escape me leonora answer where is my bride voice behind the curtains here why do i fear she is there concealed lifts the curtain spirit of teresa rises the fiends what is that the spirit haunts me still for ever for ever rodolpho rushes to the door but finds it locked what ho without there beat down the door pedro carlos let me come forth they do not come nay tis my fancy i will forget it all still the door is fast leonora is gone who groans so bitterly wild voices are sounding in the air ghastly faces are looking on me as i turn unseen hands bar the door and dead men are groaning in mine ears i'll not look not listen tis some spell set on me let it pass throws himself down and covers his face the spell will not cease the curse will not fly and spirit shall haunt till the murderer shall die again spirit or demon wherefore dost thou haunt me and what art thou 
Teresa's spirit rises. Ah, am I gone mad? Unbar the door. Help, help. Falls fainting to the floor. Enter Norna. Lie there, thou sinful wretch. Old Norna's curse ends but with thy life. Tableau. Curtain. Scene tenth. A room in the castle of Rodolfo. Enter Rodolfo. Danger seems thickening round me. Some secret spy is watching me, unseen. I fear it is Hugo, spite the gold I gave him and the vows he made. A higher bribe may win the secret from him, and then I am undone. Pedro hath told me that a stranger, cloaked and masked, was lurking near the castle on the night when Leonora so strangely vanished. A laugh. Ha! Ah, what's that? Methought I heard that mocking laugh again. I am grown fearful as a child since that most awful night. Well, well, let it pass. If Hugo comes to-night, obedient to the message I have sent, I'll see he does not go hence alive. This cup shall be thy last, good Hugo. Puts poison in the wine-cup. He comes. Now for my revenge. Enter Hugo. Ah, Hugo, welcome. How hath it fared with thee since last we met? Thou lookest weary. Here is wine. Sit and refresh thyself. I came not hither, Count Rodolfo, to seek wine, but gold. Hark ye, I am poor, thou art rich, but in my power, for proud and noble though thou art, the low-born Hugo can bring death and dishonour on thy head by whispering one word to the king. Ha! Now, give me gold, or I will betray thee. Thou bold villain, what means this? I paid thee well, and thou didst vow to keep my secret. Threaten me not. Thou art in my power, and shall never leave this room alive. I fear thee not. My menials are at hand. Yield thyself. Thou art fairly caught, and cannot now escape me. Nay, not so fast, my lord. One blast upon my horn and my brave band concealed below will answer to my call. Ha, ha, thou art caught, my lord. Thy life is in my hands, and thou must purchase it by fifty gold pistoles paid down to me. If not, I will charge thee with the crime thou didst bribe me to perform, and thus win a rich reward. Choose. Thy life is naught to me. Do but listen, Hugo. I have no gold. Smile if thou wilt. But I am poor. This castle only is mine own, and I am seeking now a rich young bride whose wealth will hide my poverty. Be just, good Hugo, and forgive the harsh words I have spoken. Wait till I am wed, and I will pay thee well. That will I not. I'll have no more of thee, false lord. The king will well reward me, and thou mayst keep thy gold. Farewell, thou wilt see me once again. Stay, Hugo, stay. Give me but time. I may obtain the gold. Wait a little, and it shall be thine. Wilt thou not drink? "'Tis the wine thou likest so well. "'See, I poured it ready for thee.' "'Nay, I will serve myself. "'Wine of thy mixing would prove too strong for me.' "'Sits down and drinks. "'Rodolfo paces up and down, waiting a chance to stab him. "'Think quickly, my good lord. "'I must be gone.' "'Turns his head. "'Rodolfo raises his dagger. "'Hugo rising. "'I'll wait no more. "'Tis growing late, "'and I care not to meet the spirits "'which I hear now haunt thy castle.' Well, hast thou the gold? Not yet, but if thou wilt wait. I tell thee I will not. 
I'll be deceived no longer. Thou art mine, and I'll repay thy scornful words and sinful deeds by a prisoner's cell. And so adieu, my lord. Escape is useless, for thou wilt be watched. Hugo is the master now. Exit Hugo. Thou cunning villain, I'll outwit thee yet. I will disguise myself and watch thee well, and when thou least thinkest it, my dagger shall be at thy breast. And now one thing remains to me, and that is flight. I must leave all and go forth, poor, dishonoured, and alone. Sin on my head, and fear within my heart. Will the sun never set? How slow the hours pass! In the first gloom of night, concealed in yonder old monk's robe, I'll silently glide forth, and fly from Hugo in this haunted house. Courage, Rodolfo! Thou shalt yet win a name and fortune for thyself. Now let me rest a while. I shall need strength for the perils of the night. Lies down and sleeps. Enter Norna. Poor fool! Thy greatest foe is here. Her thou shalt not escape. Hugo shall be warned, and thou alone shalt fall. She makes signs from the window and vanishes. Rodolfo awakes and rises. Ah! What fearful dreams are mine! Theresa, Louis, still they haunt me. Whither shall I turn? Who comes? Enter Gaspard. Art thou another phantom sent to torture me? Tis I, leader of the king's brave guards, sent hither to arrest thee, my lord, for thou art charged with murder. Who dares cast so foul a stain on Count Rodolfo's name? My lord, yield thyself. The king may show thee mercy yet. I will yield and prove my innocence, and clear mine honour to the king. Reach me my cloak yonder, and I am ready. Gaspard turns to seek the cloak. Rodolfo leaps from the window and disappears. Ha! He hath escaped. Curses on my carelessness. Rushes to the window. Ho there! Surround the castle. The prisoner hath fled. We'll have him yet, the blood-stained villain. Exit Gaspard. Shouts and clashing of swords heard. Curtain. Scene eleventh. Norna's cave. Lenore and Adrian. Dear lady, can I do not to while away the lonely hours? Shall I go forth and bring thee flowers, or seek thy home, and bear away thy bird, thy lute, or aught that may beguile thy solitude? It grieves me that I can do so little for thee. Nay, tis I should grieve that I can find no way to show my gratitude to thee, my brave deliverer. But wilt thou not tell me who thou art? I would fain know to whom I owe my life and liberty. Nay, that I may not tell thee. I have sworn a solemn vow, and till that is fulfilled, I may not cast aside this sorrowful disguise. Meanwhile, thou mayest call me Adrian. Wilt thou pardon and trust me still? Canst thou doubt my faith in thee? Thou and old Norna are the only friends now left to poor Leonore. I put my whole heart's trust in thee. But if thou canst not tell me of thyself, wilt tell me why thou hast done so much for me, a friendless maiden? I fear it will cause thee sorrow, lady, and thou hast grief enough to bear. Do not fear, I would so gladly know. Forgive me if I make thee weep. I had a friend, most dear to me. He loved a gentle lady, but ere he could tell her this, he died and bid me vow to watch above her whom he loved, and guard her with my life. I took the vow. That lady was thyself, that friend, Count Louis. Ah, Louis! Louis! 
That heart thou feared to ask is buried with thee. Thou didst love him, lady? Love him? Most gladly would I lie down within my grave to-night, could I but call him back to life again. Grieve not. Thou hast one friend who cannot change, one who through joy and sorrow will find his truest happiness in serving thee. Hist! I hear a step. I will see who comes. Exit, Adrian. Kind, watchful friend, how truly do I trust thee. Re-enter, Adrian. Conceal thyself, dear lady, with all speed. Tis Count Rodolfo. Let me lead thee to the inner cave. There thou wilt be safe. They retire within. Noise heard without. Enter Rodolfo. At last I am safe. Old Norna will conceal me till I can find means to leave the land. Ha! Voices within there. Ho oh, there, old wizard, hither! I have need of thee. Enter Adrian. What wouldst thou? Nought. Get thee hence. I seek old Norna. Thou canst not see her. She is not here. Not here? Tis false. I heard a woman's voice within there. Let me pass. Tis not old Norna, and thou canst not pass. Ah, then, who might it be, my most mysterious sir? The Lady Leonore. Ha! Ah, how came she hither? By my soul thou liest. Stand back and let me go. She is mine. Thou canst only enter here above my lifeless body. Leonore is here, and I am her protector and thy deadliest foe. Tis for thee to yield and leave this cell. No more of this. Thou hast escaped me once. Draw and defend thyself, if thou hast courage to meet a brave man's sword. But for Leonore, I would not stoop so low or stain my sword. But for her sake, I'll dare all and fight thee to the last. They fight their way out. Enter Rodolfo. At length fate smiles upon me. I am the victor. And now for Leonore. All danger is forgotten in the joy of winning my revenge on this proud girl. Thou art mine at last, Lenore, and mine for ever. Rushes towards the inner cave. Spirit of Teresa rises. Tis there again. I will not fly. I do defy it. Attempts to pass. Spirit touches him. He drops his sword and rushes wildly away. Tis vain. I cannot, dare not pass. It comes, it follows me. Whither shall I fly? Exit. Enter Adrian, wounded. I have saved her once again. But, oh, this death-like faintness stealing o'er me robs me of my strength. Thou art safe, Leonore, and I am content. Falls fainting. Enter Lenore. They are gone. Ah, what has chanced? I heard his voice, and now tis still his death. Where is my friend? God grant he be not hurt. I'll venture forth and seek him. Sees Adrian unconscious before her. Oh, what is this? Adrian, kind friend, dost thou not hear me? There is blood upon his hand. Can he be dead? No, no, he breathes, he moves. This mask I will remove it. Surely he will forgive. Attempts to unmask him. He prevents her. Adrian, reviving. Nay, nay, it must not be. I am better now. The blow but stunned me. It will pass away. And thou art safe? I feared not for myself but thee. Come rest thee here. Thy wound is bleeding. Let me bind it with my kerchief, and bring thee wine. Let me serve thee who hath done so much for me. Art thou better now? Can I do aught else for thee? No more, dear lady. Think not of me, and listen while I tell thee of the dangers that surround thee. 
Count Rodolfo knows thou art here, and may return with men and arms to force thee hence. My single arm could then avail not, though I would gladly die for thee. Where then can I lead thee? No place can be too distant, no task too hard, for him whose joy it is to serve thee. Alas, I know not. I dare not seek my home while Count Rodolfo is my foe. My servants would be bribed, they would betray me, and thou wouldst not be there to save. Adrian, I have no friend but thee. Oh, pity and protect me. Most gladly will I, dearest lady. Thou canst never know the joy thy confidence hast wakened in my heart. I will save and guard thee with my life. I will guide thee to a peaceful home where no danger can approach, and only friends surround thee. Thy Lewis dwelt there once, and safely mayest thou rest till danger shall be past. Will this please thee? O oh, Adrian, thou kind true friend, how can I tell my gratitude? And where find truer rest than in his home, where gentle memories of him will lighten grief? Then take me there, and I will prove my gratitude by woman's fondest friendship, and my life-long trust. Thanks, dear lady. I'd need no other recompense than the joy tis in my power to give thee. I will watch faithfully above thee, and when thou needest me no more, I'll leave thee to the happiness thy gentle heart so well deserves. Now rest, while I seek out old Norna, and prepare all for our flight. The way we have to tread is long and weary. Rest thee, dear lady. Adieu, dear friend. I will await thee ready for our pilgrimage, and think not I shall fail or falter. Though the path be long, and the dangers gather round us, I shall not fear, for thou wilt be there. God bless thee, Adrian. Tableau. Curtain. Scene twelfth. Room in the castle of Lewis. Lenore singing to her lute. The weary bird mid stormy skies flies home to her quiet nest, and mid the faithful ones she loves finds shelter and sweet rest. And thou, my heart, like too tired bird, hath found a peaceful home, where love's soft sunlight gently falls, and sorrow cannot come. Tis strange that I sing, but in this peaceful home my sorrow seems to change to deep and quiet joy. Louis seems ever near, and Adrian's silent acts of tenderness beguile my solitary hours, and daily grow more dear to me. He guards me day and night, seeking to meet my slightest wish, and gather round me all I hold most dear. Enter a page. Angelo, what wouldst thou? My master, bid me bring these flowers, and crave thee to accept them, lady. Bear him my thanks, and tell him that his gift is truly welcome. Exit page. These are the blossoms he was gathering but now upon the balcony. He hath sent the sweetest and the fairest. A letter falls from the nosegay. But what is here? He hath never sent me aught like this before. Opens and reads the letter. Dearest lady, wilt thou pardon the bold words I here address to thee, and forgive me if I grieve one on whom I would bestow only the truest joy? In giving peace to thy heart, I have lost mine own. I was thy guide and comforter, and soon unknown to thee thy lover. I love thee, Leonore, fondly and truly, and here I ask, wilt thou accept the offering of a heart that will forever cherish thee? If thou canst grant this blessed boon, fling from the casement the white rose I send thee. But if thou canst not accept my love, forgive me for vowing it, and drop the cypress bough I have twined about the rose. I will not pain thee to refuse in words, the mournful token is enough. Ask thy own heart if thou, who hast loved Lewis, can feel aught save friendship for the unknown, nameless stranger, who through life and death is ever thy loving Adrian. Oh, how shall I reply to this? How blight a love so tender and so true! I have longed to show my gratitude, to prove how I have revered this noble friend. 
the hour has come when i may make his happiness and prove my trust and yet my heart belongs to louis and i cannot love another adrian was his friend he loved him and confided me to him nobly hath he fulfilled that trust and where could i find a truer friend than he who hath saved me from danger and from death and now gives me the power to gladden and to bless his life adrian if thou wilt accept a sister's love and friendship they shall be thine louis forgive me if i wrong thee for though i yield my hand my heart is thine for ever this rose adrian to thee this mournful cypress shall be mine in memory of my blighted hope goes to the window and looks out see he is waiting yonder by the fountain for the token that shall bring him joy or sorrow thou noble friend thy brave true heart shall grieve no longer for thus will leonore repay the debt of gratitude she owes thee flings the rose from the window he hath placed it in his bosom and is coming hither to pour forth his thanks for the poor gift bestowed i will tell him all and if he will accept then i am his enter adrian with the rose dear lady how can i tell thee the joy thou hast given me this blessed flower from thy dear hand hath told thy pardon and consent o oh, leonore canst thou love a nameless stranger who is so unworthy the great boon thou givest listen adrian ere thou dost thank me for a divided heart thou hast been told my love for louis he was thy friend and well thou knowest how true and tender was the heart he gave me he hath gone and with him rests my first deep love thou art my only friend and my protector thou hast won my gratitude and warmest friendship i can offer thee a sister's pure affection my hand is thine and here i pledge thee that as thou hast watched over me so now thy happiness shall be my care thy love my pride and joy here is my hand wilt thou accept it adrian i will i would not seek to banish from thy heart the silent love thou bearest louis i am content if thou wilt trust me with thy happiness and give me the sweet right to guide and guard thee through the pilgrimage of life god bless thee dearest dear adrian can i do not for thee i have now won the right to cheer thy sorrows have faith in leonore thou hast a right to know all and ere long thou shalt my mysterious vow will now soon be fulfilled and then no doubt shall part us thou hast placed thy trust in me and i have not betrayed it and now i ask a greater boon of thy confiding heart Wilt thou consent to wed me, ere I cast aside this mask for ever? Believe me, thou wilt not regret it. Tis part of my vow, one last trial, and I will prove to thee thou didst not trust in vain. Forgive if I have asked too much. Nay, thou canst not grant so strange a boon. I can, I will. I did but pause, for it seems strange thou couldst not let me look upon thy face. But think not that I fear to grant thy wish thy heart is pure and noble and that thou canst not mask as i trust thee through my despair so now i trust thee in my joy canst thou ask more dear friend ever trust me thus ah leonore how can i repay thee my love my life are all i can give thee for the blessed gift thou hast bestowed a time will come when all this mystery shall cease and we shall part no more now i must leave thee dearest farewell soon will i return exit adrian i will strive to be a true and loving wife to thee dear adrian for i have won a faithful friend in thee for ever curtain scene thirteenth hall in the castle of count louis enter lenore in bridal robes 
At length the hour hath come when I shall look upon the face of him who I this day have sworn to love and honor as a wife. I have perchance been rash in wedding one I know not, but will not cast a doubt on him who hath proved the noble heart that beats within his breast. I am his, and come what may, the vows I have made this day shall be unbroken. Ah, he comes, and now shall I gaze upon my husband's face. Enter Adrian. Dearest, fear not. Thou wilt not trust me less when thou hast looked upon the face so long concealed. My vow is ended. Thou art one. Thy hand is mine. Leonore, I claim thy heart. Unmasks. Lenore screams and falls upon his breast. Louis, Louis, tis a blessed dream. No dream, my Leonore. It is thy living Louis who hath watched above thee, and now claims thee for his own. Ah, dearest, I have tried thee too hardly. Pardon me. Oh, Louis, husband, I have not to pardon. My life, my liberty, my happiness, all I owe to thee. How shall I repay thee? Weeps upon his bosom. <laughs> By banishing these tears, dear love, and smiling on me as you used to do. Here, love, sit beside me while I tell thee my most strange tale, and then no longer shalt thou wonder. Art happy now thy Adrian hath flung by his mask? Happy? What deeper joy can I desire than that of seeing thy dear face once more? But tell me, Louis, how couldst thou dwell so long beside me and not cheer my bitter sorrow when I grieved for thee? Ah, Leonore, thou wouldst not reproach me didst thou know how hard I struggled with my heart, lest I should by some tender word, some fond caress, betray myself when thou didst grieve for me. Why didst thou fear to tell thy Leonore? She would have aided and consoled thee. Why didst thou let me pine and sorrow at thy side, when but a word had filled my heart with joy? Dearest, I dared not. Thou knowest I was banished by the hate of that fiend Rodolfo. I had a fair and gentle sister, whom he wed, and after cruelty and coldness that I dread to think of now, he murdered her. I sought old Norna's aid. She promised it, and well hath kept her word. When Count Rodolfo's ruffian left me dying in the forest, she saved and brought me back to life. She bade me take a solemn vow not to betray myself, and to aid her in her vengeance on the murderer of Teresa. Nor could I own my name and rank, lest it should reach the king who had banished me. The vow I took, and have fulfilled. And is there no danger now? Art thou safe, dear Louis, from the Count? Fear not, my love. He will never harm us more. His crimes are known. The king hath pardoned me. I have won thee back. He is an outcast, and old Norna's spells have well-nigh driven him mad. My sister, thou art well avenged. Alas! Alas! Would I could have saved, and led thee hither to this happy home. I grieve not, Louis. She is happy now, and thy Leonore will strive to fill her place. Hast thou told me all? Nay, love. Thou knowest how I watched above thee, but thou canst never know the joy thy faithful love for one thou mourned as dead hath brought me. I longed to cast aside the dark disguise I had vowed to wear, but dared not while Rodolfo was at liberty. Now all is safe. I have tried thy love, and found it true. Oh, may I prove most worthy of it, dearest. Louis, how can I love too faithfully the friend whom it is own grief and danger loved and guarded me? I trust thee as Adrian, as Louis I shall love thee until death. And I shall prize most tenderly the faithful heart that trusted me through doubt and mystery. 
now life is bright and beautiful before us, and may you never sorrow that thou gavest thy heart to Louis, and thy hand to Adrian the Black Mask. Curtain. Scene fourteenth. A dungeon cell. Rodolfo chained asleep. Enter Norna. Thy fate is sealed, thy course is run, and Norna's work is well nigh done. Vanishes. Enter Hugo. Rodolfo awaking. Mine eyes are bewildered by the forms I have looked upon in sleep. Methought old Norna stood beside me, whispering evil spells, calling fearful phantoms to bear me hence. Hugo, coming forward. Thy evil conscience gives thee little rest, my lord. Rodolfo, starting up. Who is there? Stand back. I'll sell my life most dearly. Ah, tis no dream. I am fettered. Where is my sword? In my safe-keeping, Count Rodolfo, lest in thy rage thou mayst be tempted to add another murder to thy list of sins. Rodolfo sinks down in despair. Didst think thou couldst escape? Ah, no. Although most swift of foot and secret, Hugo hath watched and followed thee. I swore to win both gold and vengeance. The king hath offered high reward for thy poor head, and it is mine. Methinks it may cheer your solitude, my lord, so I came hither on my way to bear thy death warrant to the captain of the guard. What wilt thou give for this? Hark ye, were this destroyed, thou mightst escape ere another were prepared. How dost thou like the plot? And wilt thou save me, Hugo? Give me not up to the king. I'll be thy slave. All I possess is thine. I'll give thee countless gold. Ah, pity, and save me, Hugo. Ha, ha, I did but jest. Thinkest thou I could forgo the joy of seeing thy proud head laid low? Where was thy countless gold when I did ask it of thee? No, no, thou canst not tempt me to forget my vengeance. Tis Hugo's turn to play the master now. Mayst thou rest well, and so good even, my lord. Exit Hugo. Thus end my hopes of freedom. My life is drawing to a close, and all my sins seem rising up before me. The forms of my murdered victims flit before me, and their dying words ring in mine ears. Leonora praying for mercy at my feet, old Norna whispering curses on my soul, how am I haunted and betrayed? O oh, fool, fool that I have been, my pride, my passion, all end in this. Hated, friendless and alone, the proud Count Rodolfo dies a felon's death. Tis just, tis just. Enter Louis, masked. What's that? Who spoke? Ah, tis mine unknown foe. What wouldst thou hear? Thou didst bribe one Hugo to murder the young Count Louis, whom thou didst hate. He did thy bidding, and thy victim fell, but Norna saved and healed his wounds. She told him of his murdered sister's fate, and he hath joined her in her work of vengeance, and foiled thee in thy sinful plots. I saved Leonore, and guarded her till I had won her heart and hand, and in her love find solace for the sorrow thou hast caused. Dost doubt the tale? Look on thine unknown foe, and find it true. Unmasks. Louis, whom I hated and would kill, thou here, thou husband of Leonora, happy and beloved, it is too much, too much, if thou lovest life, depart. I am going mad, I see wild phantoms whirling round me, 
voices whispering fearful words within mine ears. Touch me not, there is blood upon my hands. Will this dream last for ever? May heaven pity thee, Teresa. Thou art avenged. Exit Lewis. Ah, oh, these are fearful memories for a dying hour. Casts himself upon the floor. Enter Norna. Sinful man, didst think thy deathbed could be peaceful? As they have haunted thee in life, so shall spirits darken thy last hour. I bore thy murdered wife to a quiet grave, and raised a spirit to affright and haunt thee to thy death. I freed the Lady Leonore, I mocked and haunted thee in palace, wood, and cell, I warned Hugo and betrayed thee to his power, and I brought down this awful doom upon thee. As thou didst refuse all mercy to thy victims, so shall mercy be denied to thee. Remorse and dark despair shall wring thy heart, and thou shalt die unblessed, unpitied, unforgiven. Thy victims are avenged, and Norna's work is done. Norna vanishes. Ha-ha! Tis gone. It's day. Tis Louis's ghost. How darkly his eyes shine on me. See, see, the demons gather round me. How fast they come. Old Norna is there, muttering her spells. Let me go free. Unbind these chains. Hugo, Louis, Leonore, Teresa. Thou art avenged. Falls dead. Norna glides in and stands beside him. Tableau. Curtain. End of Norna, or The Witch's Curse. End of section 3